how are you, man? It's, it, it's been a while. I know we haven't um, talked a lot of basketball recently. A lot of stuff has been happening in the NBA, the draft, free agency, trades. So uh, I know anytime things are happening in the world in the world of the NBA, it's always great to have you, my man. I appreciate you uh, once again, Vinicio Del Toro here on the podcast. I appreciate you having me, brother. It's gonna be it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot going on. So where where do you want to begin? Oh man, um, let's talk about what happened today. I'm not sure if you've been on on the Twitter the last. Mm, half hour, an hour, but um, oh, let's see. Vince Carter went to Sacramento. Uh, I, I don't know if you know about that. Wait, who, wait, who? From where? Vince Carter, former first Vince round. Carter, Vince yeah. Carter from Memphis. They traded him to Sacramento. Yeah, half man, half amazing. Yeah, that guy. Uh, okay, did they get anything back? No, nah, he signed a one-year deal with the the Sacramento Kings. Oh, that's okay. I know what that's about. That's just about mentorship, <laughs> uh, getting a quick bag out the door. I know what that's about. I mean, yeah, yeah. okay. I don't know what Memphis. Okay, continue. Well, that that, that happened today. Okay, well, I, I, I mean, I, you know, I thought you know his his name was being thrown out there for the uh, for the Warriors to try to get that chip. You know, he might have one or two years left. I think he's 39, 40 years old. Uh, but, you know, going to Sacramento, I mean... No, nah, the thing is, <laughs> well, number, number one, Warriors are stacked. Number Very. two, uh, when you add Nick Young and when you and potentially add Jamal Crawford, I hopefully, mean... Hopefully. Potentially. We're waiting for a Jamal to get a buyout of some sort. From Atlanta, yeah, and I think it's either between Golden State and and Cleveland at the moment. I mean, some other teams are in there, Minnesota, Milwaukee, but I think the main two teams are Golden State at the time, Golden State and the Cavaliers. I, I read somewhere that he actually um, spoke with LeBron on the phone, so maybe LeBron's recruiting him or Le- Jamal trying to find out what's going on with, with the Cavaliers and how much money they have. But um, you know, me- <laughs> listen, it's not gonna. I mean. <laughs> Even number one, I would the conversation is like, oh yeah, LeBron, are you gonna stay? Are you gonna go in the next year or two? One, then LeBron's not gonna tell him that. Two, right, right. I mean, to me, it's a no-brainer. Jamal Crawford's from the West Coast, Seattle, Washington. If I'm not mistaken, um, it's a no-brainer. Plays in the West. He probably he'll probably he could easily win another Six Man of the Year award and get a get a ring. Forget about it. I don't even know. It shoot, oh, Jamal Crawford is used to his whole career shooting. Contested, fadeaway, countdown, shot clock, freeze. Right. You've got to be able to just shoot wide open, by yourself, tie your shoes, <laughs> eat some ice cream cones <laughs> early in the shot clock freeze. I mean, it's a whole different world. But you know what? For me, I, if I was, you know, if I was Golden State and I had to pick between Nick Young and Jamal Crawford, to me, I think Crawford would have been the better pick because, yeah, they both they both can hit threes, they both can shoot, but Jamal Crawford can do more off the ball, can handle the rock, can play point guard sometimes. He can do more than one thing. And oh, to yeah. me, Nick Young was just going to stand outside the, the three-point line and, and wait for the ball and shoot threes all day. I mean... I, well, it looks like they, from what I'm reading, it looks like they're going to get both. From what I'm reading, so well, like, if, if they get both, yeah. then uh, along with they got um Army Caspi. I know it's, it's the name doesn't 
shot out like that, but still, to go with, with what they have, they did not lose anybody. They kept Iguodala, and now you're adding Army Caspi, Nick Young, and maybe the possibility of Jamal Crawford, along with keeping Sean Livingston, David West. I mean, listen. <laughs> it's, about to be, it's about to be, like I said, I told somebody the other day, technically, if Steph is healthy and Draymond doesn't get suspended, we could be talking about four to five. Well, actually, no, because obviously if that doesn't happen, they don't get KD. So let me backtrack. So right now at this point, going forward, I think they could win. And then they can win three, three straight. They can go. They can literally do a three peat going forward from now. They can win straight. So they just won one. They can win two more back to back to back easily. I don't even. I see no competition in the west side San Antonio. Every every other team has been blown up already. It's a wrap. Yeah, man. I, I and you know I I got a whole list of moves. That you know, some teams in the Eastern Conference and mostly the Western Conference have been have been making, but I I just don't see that that significant move. That as a fan, you can say, hmm, yeah, Golden State are the defending champions, but we definitely gotta watch out for this team. And you know, I go right to, you know, you know what, real quick, you know what else happened today about an hour ago? Rudy Gay to the San Antonio Spurs. I'm not sure if you knew. Ooh, about that. I like that. Okay, I think it's a two-year. I, I, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but Rudy Gay going to San Antonio uh, along with Kawhi Leonard. I know Rudy Gay is coming off a, a big-time injury, so I don't know how that much. Uh, oh, yeah, was it? Is, I think it's knee or the Achilles. I think, it was, I think, I think the it was Achilles. Achilles. Um, I think Achilles, yeah. So you still have Leonard. You still have LaMarcus Aldridge, even though there were reports that Aldridge wanted out of San Antonio. Uh, Tony Parker ain't getting any uh, any younger. So is Ginobili. So, um Maybe some more help in uh, the backcourt for San Antonio. It's not like they needed more help in the front court, but Rudy Gay gives him an, uh, another scorer, slasher from the outside, 16, 17, 18 points a game to help out Leonard and Aldridge. But I think for, for them to compete with the likes of the Golden State Warriors, they need help in the backcourt. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think uh, the dude last year of San Antonio, he'll get better. Um, oh, Simmons, know, Simmons. Again? Who said Simmons or uh, someone yeah, else? Yeah, Simmons. Simmons okay. will get better. Simmons will get better. Uh, they, they, they obviously now they've taken care of Patty Mills. He's going to assume the starting role. Um, so you know they just need to shore up. I think they need to shore up the bench, and they're they're competing for number two. I mean, they're not really not competing for anything. I look at the West Coast. I look at the West Coast. And I look at the East Coast, and I just I'm just in the sad day when you just know for a fact that we know the dominant team in the East is Cleveland, Boston, and then everyone else, and then we know it's Golden State, San Antonio, then everywhere else, Houston, yeah, Houston, Minnesota. I put them in a five five four range and even with OKC picking up um Paul George. Who did they pick up recently? Oh Paul George and um Taj Gibson. Paul, no, I'm sorry, Paul, Paul George, George and, um, right. So yeah, they got Taj obviously in the year, but they, they picked yeah. up Paul George, which obviously is a rental because he's going to LA. Um which is confusing the hell out of me. I don't understand why he doesn't end up in LA now as opposed to 
uh, going to uh, OKC for rental. Maybe OKC had a better deal, um, which is funny to me because Indiana got nothing in return of value. I mean, no, yeah, no, nothing. I, I and the thing is, that Boston had a had a better deal with them, and I don't know why. I think, I think, in, um, I think Indiana, you know, jumped the gun. Not sure. Um, seeing what 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 Boston has to do now to to create money for Gordon Hayward, they could have said, hey, some sign and trade going on. But what they got for you know for Oladipo and some bonus for Paul George with a multi a multiple time All Star. Uh, I, I I think they they jumped the gun on 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 that one too quick. Yeah, and and and, and listen, I, I don't I don't want to depress you, but I I really do want to talk about real quick the Knicks and what they're doing. Um, they're doing nothing. They're doing nothing. <laughs> you know, they're I mean, doing. Steve Mills chilling right now. Steve Mills is just chilling. We'll again. Steve Mills is uh, chilling right now, literally chilling right now. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if if their phone is disconnected. They didn't pay their bill. Uh, you have Time Warner. I have cable. Maybe they're backed up a couple months. I don't know. What I do know is there are a lot of free agents out there that then I'm like every year. It seems like it's, every year it seems funny to me that there are free agents that. Not once has James Dolan overpaid for someone. Not once. In the last five to six years, he hasn't over... I mean, Melo deserved Melo dollars, so I get that. Mm-hmm. He hasn't overpaid for a top-flight free agent. Y- yeah, yeah, no. But, but, you know, yeah, no. But, but you know what? I'd rather have them not do anything... Then do something stupid and pay like a Joe Kim Noah eighty whatever mil for four years, or yeah, you know, but, or Courtney but, but, Lee but, but, for fifty Randy, million. You, you you have you have. I mean, Paul George is out there. Uh, you know, I'm just talking about just free agents, right? Whether whether, whether you're saying uh, 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 you know moves can be made or maybe it's over the salary cap, what have you. Clearly, I don't have the numbers. But if you're telling me, let me just go through, go through some go through some um, players. Mm-hmm. And you let me know would you like them or not, okay? For the next at okay. this moment in time, okay? okay? If I'm not mistaken, Paul George was a free agent. He was okay, right? Uh he was not a free agent. No, he was. Uh, no, he wasn't a free agent. No, um, Gordon Haywood was, right? Yes, he was. Gordon Haywood was. He's all right, right? Yes, he's good. Yes, I like Rudy I, Gay. Was I like a, Hayward, Rudy yeah. Gay was a free agent, right? Even though he was hurt, he was a free agent, right? Right. Okay. Um, what about um? Excuse me. Um, the Houston, the trade, Houston trade, where they traded away. Uh, Chris Paul got traded to Houston for uh, who was the point guard for Houston again? Patrick Beverly. Patrick Beverly. He was a free agent, wasn't he? That I'm not too sure of. I'll double check. I'll double check. But okay, then you have, if I'm not mistaken, in Toronto, isn't uh, the point guard from Toronto um, Lowry? Mike uh, Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry. Isn't he a free agent? Well, he was. <laughs> he resigned with Toronto, right? I was going to, yeah. Okay, he, he was. A free, you know, I mean, he's a, he was a free agent this, this summer. He was. I know for sure he was a free agent. Okay, Rondo's out there. Okay, like I'm just trying to understand what they're and I'm, I keep reading that they're trying to go for a youth movement, bro. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. You had an opportunity to do a youth movement two years ago. Yeah, but two years ago, under the tutelage of Phil Jackson. I'm I'm not saying Steve Mills is smarter than Phil Jackson, but I guess when it comes to being a GM and president and making moves, maybe Steve Mills is a lot smarter than Phil Jackson because when you when you try to uh, put all the moves that Phil did in a bubble, um, he gave Noah that money. He gave Courtney Lee that money. Um, every time there was there was a, a major free agent splash, never got nobody. Two years ago, they got uh, you know with Aldridge and Jordan was out there. We end up with Robin Lopez. We end up with uh, Aaron Aflalo. Uh, but we- even then, see, but even then, here's my point, Randy. Mm-hmm. They always choose to make a move at the wrong time, and they always choose not to move at the wrong time. So. What I mean by that is, you win 54 games, 2004, if I'm not mistaken. You win 54 games, then you win 37 or 36 with a plethora of injuries. And then you blow it up. You start trading every everyone away for nothing. You trade Tyson Chandler away for nothing. I think Tyson and... Uh, Tristan Thompson could have wrestled in the East. You trade him away for nothing. You give Iman Shumpert and J.R. Smith to Cleveland for nothing. Mm-hmm. You trade, if I'm not mistaken, didn't you get Andre Bargnani from Toronto? Yeah, and you traded and you traded a first round draft pick. For I him. don't even know what that first round draft pick turned into. I think a first, so, so, a first, so, so, and I think uh, maybe one. I could be wrong. I know I know a first round was in there, but maybe one or two second round picks with Canby and whatever Novak and whoever was whoever was on the roster at that time went to Toronto for Bargnani. And at the time, people thought, "Oh, Bargnani is a good deal." And, and Dirk, you know this. At the time, I didn't even like. At the time, I didn't like the trade. I was never a Bargnani fan. Me never. No, 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 I no, said, no. I said, if you're gonna, be, if you're trying to get a shooter, you have one. You have one, which is Novak. You you got rid of Novak and some picks for Bonyani, who's seven foot, and he's supposed to be a shooter that couldn't shoot. I mean, I I would have traded Novak for Bonyani myself, but I mean, not, not involving picks. I mean, if you tell me, hey, I give you Bonyani for Steve Novak, you damn right, I might be doing that. A shooter, Straight seven up. feet, can probably rebound. Steve Novak can't do nothing else besides shoot the ball. That's, but that, and again, on that 50 foot, shooting is a premium at this point, correct? Or true or false? And today, today, that NBA, damn right, yeah. Right. And this was 2004, you had Steve Novak. When all you, he did, when I watched him play in the garden on TV, every freaking game that year, mm-hmm. sit in the corner and wait for the ball and shoot the free. That's, and then he did a discount double check every single time. Like, that's all he did. So, the strategy that goes on with the Knicks, I just be confused. Like you, you don't trade a guy who can shoot. Or that's all you can, because that's where the league was going at the time. You don't trade a guy like that away. You keep him as an asset until you can't use him no more. I digress. Now that was the Knicks. Other than again, the whole NBA landscape, um, Houston got better. Um, obviously, San Antonio got better. Golden State got better. Um, you know what? Real quick, you mentioned Houston. 
let, let's keep it 100. Houston and, and the Clippers, that whole Chris Paul trade. That was know, so I, funny. I know Chris Paul is a bigger name out of everybody who went to the Clippers, but at the same time, I think it might have diminished the roster of the Rockets. You get Chris Paul. You get the, you, you get the multiple-time All-Star, perennial, whatever, future Hall of Famer, but... Look at how look at what you had to give up as far as bodies are concerned to make that happen. Now they're scrapping to fill out the roster where to even at this moment they they're still trying to get mellow on that roster. Yeah, you can probably get mellow Chris Paul and Harder, but who else you have left? Trevor Ariza, Clint Capella, uh hey, listen, Ryan Clint, Anderson. Listen, that that potential starting five I would I would I would run with, but yeah, the Chris Paul situation was really funny because, uh, I mean, let's be, let's be clear. Because Chris Paul didn't want to go to L.A. He wanted to go. He didn't want to go to the Clippers. He wanted to go to the Lakers. Right. And David Stern said, no, little boy. No, no, no. We can't allow you to just David Stern was like, nah, chill, fam. Nah, we ain't, we, <laughs> we ain't having it. <laughs> We're just not allowed, we which not is, again, that. no one knows what the hell happened. All these trades with Kevin Love going to Cleveland and this, that, and a third, and LeBron souping up. And I'm like, wait, so LeBron gets to get all these plays and no one says nothing. But when David Stern was still commissioner, he, he vetoed a freaking trade from New Orleans, Chris what? Paul, to, 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 the, to, the, uh, to the Lakers. And obviously he goes to the Clippers. And Chris Paul, from every time I've watched him, he doesn't seem like... He's Kobe-esque, where he demands a lot from you, and if you don't perform, he's going to be pissed off at you, bottom line. And that wears thin for some players. And I honestly believe that was one of the main reasons why DeAndre Jordan was going to go to Dallas. And they literally, which is funny, they talked him off the ledge to sign a multi-year deal, and now Chris Paul's gone. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I, I think when the Clippers window was closing, I think that was, you know, out and about where every year they get to, they get to the second round, 20, uh, 2014, 2015, they should have made the conference finals against the Warriors, but they lost three in a row to, 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 to the Rockets. I, I think that was 2015. But maybe he saw the writing on the wall where, hey, listen, if, if there's a chance that I can try to get a championship or play for a championship or get even getting to the conference finals, going to the Houston Rockets might be might be my best chance. Now with the, with the Clippers get, one, they, they, one, they keep Blake Griffin. And I thought uh, a lot of people thought that CP3 is out, Blake Griffin is going to be out. But Blake stayed um, for – a lot of money. I forgot what it was. 150, 126, 130. It's a blur at this point. All right. So, so Blake is making a lot, a lot of money. JJ Reddick leaves. He goes to Philadelphia for one year, 23 million. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> that, that was, and that's a, uh, that was a uh, mentorship. And for the record, JJ so Reddick. paying for mentorship as well as his shooting ability for sure. And for the record, D, JJ Reddick is a whole lot better than your guy. Steve Novak. Oh, wait a minute. Well, <laughs> I mean, well, yeah. If you're, talking you're not about saying Novak is better than Redick. Yeah, you, you're not I mean, saying. You, know, no. you just can't find six, eight shooters. Six, eight guys that just sit in the corner and shoot all day. Sure, J.J. Redick is six three, six four, give or take, and can dribble a little bit. And can play defense a little bit. 
his claim to fame is shooting for sure. But yeah, he is a little better. Now, anyway. real, yeah, real quick, I, I know you mentioned Chris Paul, the Lakers traded that the Davis Stern stepped in. <laughs> I mean, still to this, still to this day, uh, I, I I always wonder what if, what if, and then you're talking about 2011. So Kobe still was playing at a high level, 25, 26 a game. Uh, they were they won the chip in 2010, and by that time, it was still only L.A., San Antonio, and that one year with the Mavericks that were running the Western Conference. So Chris Paul, Kobe, I'm not too sure if if Powell was going to be on that roster. I'm not sure if he was involved, but could that have brought a championship to L.A.? We never know, but I know David Stern as um, as a, a, a he was an, an an acting owner of the Hornets, so the so so the NBA owned the Hornets at, at the time. So you know, I think if this was any other owner, they probably say, "Oh yeah, go ahead, Trey, I'll take Chris Paul from the Lakers." But maybe what they saw, what they were getting back in return, wasn't wasn't suffice to, of the caliber of Chris of Paul. Not. Of course not. You're you're absolutely right. And let me ask you a question. Do you really think the also too I saw something as well. Two 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 part question. Obviously there are uh I think so Paul George got traded, he put up a a a, a, a look like a gif of the United States and on the west side it was the number thirteen and on the side it was one. I think it was um all NBA players. Like made the all NBA league uh team. Right. So my question is, are people that afraid of LeBron? Because no one thinks like no one wants to come to the East. No, no like, one really wants to come to the East. Like, yo, I'm a, I'm a, like besides Gordon. Like, yo, I'm a go, I mean, obviously, I get to go play with my old coach. I'm going to get paid. I'm going to be on a better team. The West Coast is, is, is you know pretty much uh, jam-packed. But it just seems like no one wants to go to the East Coast at all. No one. Because uh, maybe it's better living in the West. Maybe it's uh, no state tax. <laughs> the sun. In, in the, the sun. West, no state tax. Um, I don't know, man. I, if you look at the Western Conference today, man, it is. I, I mean, we've seen the Western Conference stack before with like Garnett and the Duncans and the Kobe and the Shaqs and all that. But now you're talking, do it. I can tell you 30 names. And that's like, and and that's just the, the the Northwest division. It's crazy. Paul Millsap is going to to freaking Denver out of all places to to again again. It, it, sorry for interjecting. Another player. I was just like, he's been on the market I think two times, if I'm not mistaken. Before he before he got to Atlanta, because mm. he was in Utah, right? Before he got to Atlanta, and now before he gets to Denver, I'm like, yo, Paul Millsap is a perfect. Pick up, perfect. He can shoot threes. He can post. He can defend a lot of positions. The Knicks, stand pat. Nothing. So now we're talking about, again, the West Coast. And let me, let me just go off this Let me just go off this list real quick, okay? Because last year they had a Golden, Golden State had five All-Stars. Or if they could take five All-Stars, I'm not mistaken. They won't have five All-Stars again. But let me just go off this, let me go off this list of go, this players in the West, in the West Coast. Okay. Somebody's not going. These these folks. Somebody in the West Coast is not going to make the All Star team. You're talking about Damian Lillard, 
Right. You're talking about Steph. You're talking about Clay. You're talking about uh, Chris Paul. You're talking about James Harden. You're talking about Kawhi Leonard. Uh, I didn't even get to freaking uh, Minnesota with uh, Wiggins, Jimmy Carl Butler. Anthony Towns, um, Butler. I didn't even get over to uh, Draymond. Uh, Draymond. Draymond. I mean, the, the West is so stacked with all stars. Somebody's not making the All Star team, bro. Hey, man. I see. I see it every every, every year. Somebody gets left off. Somebody gets snubbed. But this year, you might get snubbed because it, it's just so much talent. Not because yeah, you, just, you're not that yeah. good. But like you said, four guys on one team alone. Durant, uh, Curry, Clay, and Draymond. You have, that's, that's four right there. They're all making it uh, next year. Damian Lillard, that's five. Chris Paul, James Harden, seven. Blake Griffin, eight. Who else am I missing? Kawhi Leonard, nine. Jimmy Butler, ten. Jimmy Butler, Kawhi, Wiggins. Carl Anthony Towns. Mark Gasol. Mark Gasol. Uh, <laughs> yo, <laughs> you, you, the Western Conference might have like, yo, <laughs> this might be the year when the NBA, man, we got to make the All-Star team 15, man. The roster got to be 15 because, I mean, the West can be 15, leave the East at 12. They probably they probably got like nine all stars right now. If I told you you could build a team and you would have the best two shooters in the NBA on one team, the defensive player on the year of the year on one team, and and the MVP on one team, how do you beat that? <laughs> <laughs> how do you, you go, beat, how do you beat that? Like, you, how do you? you that's insane. You insane. The only you way have you a guy have. defensively. You have a guy that can shut down all five. That can defend all five positions. Okay. Offensively, you have a guy. If you give him the ball and say score, he can score. KD. Okay. Then you have two guys, Curry and Clay, who could shoot from forty at any time they want, freely, yawning in their sleep, tying their shoes. You want to know what's crazy? I didn't even say Paul George or Russell Westbrook. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> I forgot Paul George and Russell Westbrook. For the, the former the MVP of the previous year will not make the All-Star team. Yo, bugger. He started. <laughs> Russell and Harden is starting. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Um, Curry. Curry started. Curry's going to start the one and Russell yeah. the bench. Come on, man. The Western Conference this year, man. It, I mean, that's good. Because now you can see your, everybody from like two to eight, we, we, we scrapping. Number one is Warriors. Two to eight, we scrapping. Even the San Antonio Spurs got a scrap. The Rockets uh, was, was 13 nah, last think, year. Nah. Like I said, I, I can rank them right now. I can from top to bottom. Golden State... San Antonio, Houston, mm. Minnesota. Mm. Yeah, they better be in. Yeah, Minnesota. Um, then everybody else from there. It's you know, Portland may sneak into the playoffs because um, they just that talented. Clippers, um, Clippers make it. And then again, yeah, Clippers will sneak in because they're that talented. They'll sneak in, but U- that's Utah. You know, that's six seven, and then everybody else. Memphis will make the Memphis will make the playoffs. Phoenix will make the playoffs. Utah will make the playoffs. 
Um, and that is, oh, no, I forgot. Obviously, OKC, duh. So OKC, OKC will make the playoffs. So yeah, Utah's out, Memphis is out, Phoenix is out. And you have the other eight teams literally fighting to see if they're going to be eliminated in the first round or the second round. Um, that's pretty much in the West. East Coast, it's just a matter of when Boston and, and Cleveland will fight, you know, fight it out for the championship. That's pretty much it. Unless some, some, for some strange reason, Boston gets, uh, you know, don't get it twisted right now. I like Boston's roster. If I was to pick the roster from Cleveland. But they can't keep it all. That, that's the problem. They can't keep everybody. So, wait, Gordon didn't sign yet. No, Gordon agreed to go to Boston for X amount of years, and I think 128, 128 it's million. A, it's a sign and trade. But to make it happen, you you had, for example, an hour ago, Kelly Olenek, the big guy from Boston, he's going yeah. to he's going to Miami. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, Dion Waiter stayed in Miami. Now and Olenek, Whiteside, Goran Dragic, Dion that's- Waiters. People Miami are talking. Looking kind of yeah. sexy. People, Pat Riley's not games. I see. No, Pat Riley's still still doing this at, at, at freaking seventy one years old. Now Miami people talking about Miami being like, all right. I mean, they're they're talking a little crazy. Oh, can Miami be that next um, competition for the Cavaliers? I don't think so. I still think not it's right Boston. Now, if if Miami caught Paul George, yes. Now, now if, if Miami even if, Paul, if they caught Paul George with that Olympic trade. You add Whiteside, you add Dragic, you add Dion Waiters. I, I like that. I like that group. Even if even if Gordon Hayward said, yo, I'm coming to Miami, that could have been interesting. But I think Boston, top to bottom, I know they they lost Olenek. They might have to, they might have to give up between... Like, if they lose Olenek, they've already lost him, excuse me. Right. If they lose Olenek. If they lose... Smart and, and um, Jay Crowder. or Jay Crowder... Yeah, they're in one trouble. is out. That's that's the sign and trade to Utah. Yeah, they're, they're in trouble because what they're doing is they're giving up defense for offense. So, God help, God bless them. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, they can outscore because I get it because they literally couldn't outscore Cleveland last year. But defense wins championships. Mm-hmm. So, if you add another scorer with that defense, you're good. But now that you're removing your defense and adding a scorer, that's not going to help you win a championship. So, I don't know, Danny Ainge, Danny Ainge may be like, yo, look, I kind of like stuck in the rock, between a rock and a hard place. Yeah. Um, Olenek to Miami, so that, that, that'll be interesting. Him, Dragic, Whiteside, uh, Deion Waiters stay. I know the Knicks were trying to get Deion Waiters, but, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, because um, they don't like overpaying for motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what, what about what, what about um, any any chance for the Lakers to get up in the um the playoff race? Not saying. Oh, I, yeah, I don't. Um, they they can sneak in an eight. They can sneak in an eight, but then that would require Phoenix to be that bad. That would require Utah to be that bad. Um, but. Listen, I gotta see uh, Zoe. I gotta see Zoe Ball, Lonzo Ball. I gotta see him um, a couple of games to decipher whether or not that team. Because I mean, don't get me wrong, 
You still got Clarkson. You still got Randall, who looks like he's ready to ball. He lost a lot of weight. He looks yeah. like he's in muscle shape. He's ready to go. Larry Nance um, as well. Larry Nance Jr. You got Larry Nance Jr. You got you. You got some. You got some little pieces yeah. here and there. So Brooke Lopez. If you thinking Brooke Lopez. You add Brooke Lopez now. If you bring in now, if you bring and and say what you want about Brooke Lopez. Say what you want about Brooke Lopez. I love Brooke Lopez. Do you know why I love Brooke Lopez? No, I don't. Ask you why I love Brooke Lopez. <sighs> why do you love Brooke Lopez? Brooke Lopez will give you 22 points a game. Yes, he's seven foot. And no, he can't rebound. And no, he can't block shots. <laughs> that's a lot, <laughs> that's a lot not to love. Let me explain to you why I love him. He decided to add a three-point three point, uh, arsenal to right. the game. So he wouldn't be put by the wayside. So now, offensively, not only can he post, he can step out to the three-point line. That's very, very key. So defensively, he may be a liability. But, you know, against these big, you know, you still got Gussels, you still got the Tristan Thompsons, you still got seven-footers that you need to put big back against. You know, you still got JaVale McGee at Golden State. You still got seven-footers. You still got Jaja, Pachulia, et cetera. So, I like Brook Lopez. So, you get Brook Lopez, you get Zoe bringing the point guard up, bringing the ball up to point guard. You get Clarkson at the two. You get Randall at the three. Not, not bad. You can, you can build from there. And then, God forbid, you add Paul George to that? Oh, no. Okay, now, now, real quick, there is one team out there in the West that we have to, I wouldn't say strongly consider, but we we have to consider it with the with the with their recent moves, the Sacramento Kings, right? George Hill, Zach Randolph, Vince Carter going over there. They got the rookie Fox. They got some other guys on their roster. I'm not, I'm not saying fifth seed. But I think it's it, it, it's a team that we can start looking at start looking at more so often on NBA League Pass. Well, yeah, I mean they're not. Um, I mean they'll be exciting to see what Fox does with all these other folks. But I mean, I, I think Phoenix will be Phoenix will be more exciting than them. I like I like Booker. Really, I like I like Booker. I like uh, I like those young guns they have over there. I like I like the young guns that they they're building. And don't get me wrong, Philly, Philly, you know, Philly. Is, okay, here's another name that mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, Jaleel Okafor. Yeah, Trade he's him. a free agent, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. I don't know, but uh, yeah. yeah, if I'm not mistaken, Jaleel Okafor is a free agent. But they got to keep him now because now with Embiid, they were to give up the um, Noel dude. Um, last year, so Jaleel Okafor got to be the backup um, big man, at least a four, because now it's going to be him, Simmons, um, Markel Fultz, J.J. Redick starting. So I'm not sure if Embiid and Okafor are starting at the same time, but Okafor, o- Okafor is more valuable now since no- uh, Noel ain't there. Uh, what do you think about this uh, French point guard? Oh, for the next one, the, the guy that, that uh, I I can't pronounce. Yeah, that guy. Yes, that's why it's called in the French. Natilakina, I think. Oh, there you go, Frank Natilakina. Oh, there you go. 
I just did Sexy. it. <laughs> yeah, but regardless, Brooklyn has the best point guard in New York right now with with D'Angelo Russell. Right yeah, or wrong? Right fair. or wrong? That's fair. Cause we we don't that's know if fair. D Rose is staying. D Rose is looking at the the Bucks, the the Clippers. We got Frank Natilakina. We got we kept Ron Baker. Look at that. We we stacked. I'm, I'm we reading. Stacked. I'm reading. I'm reading um, some information that it looks like uh, Marcus Smart. So they're trying to clear cap room for Gordon Hayward. So Marcus Smart maybe the Knicks have interest. So let's blink our eyes. Next thing you know, he'll be going to Miami or something. Crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. I don't... Yeah, I, don't. I, I think the biggest move the Knicks made was not trading Porzingis. Because there was a... There was for a hot minute, Phil Jackson was burning up that iPhone battery trying to trade Porzingis. I never believed it. I, I, I cringed when I saw this. When I cringed when I saw the headline. I never believed it. I just thought that Phil was just... I mean, I've always thought that Phil was trying to sabotage the Knicks because he didn't want to um, leave the money on the table. He wanted to guarantee his money to get fired. So anybody that, anybody that looks at any of the decisions that he's made or any of the things that he's done or tried to do in the three or four years he's been with the Knicks, whatever, he's it's been derelict to him duty. Like he's not, he's not like he's not scouting. He's putting in a system that no one wants. And he threatened. He, he who 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 threatens to? Tr- well, we don't know about Porzingis. You know, he's a great talent, but you know, we gotta look out for what's best for the Knicks. This is somebody saying that about Jordan or Kobe or or, or your prize to your prized racehorse. He's your prized racehorse. Who says shit like that? Only a guy who wants to get fired. So they let him go. And now the Knicks are sitting back, letting just free agents get signed left and right while their roster doesn't get any better. And then all this talk about trading Mellow, trading Mellow, getting rid of Mellow. I mean, it's the height of disrespect to this man after what he's been through since the 54-win season. No one's talking about that. You know what I hear? All this slander about Mellow. You know how I feel about Mellow. I feel Mellow's a great, great, great player. There's just too much slander about him. Um, you know, not being a leader and not being uh, a defensive player. Bro, people lead in different ways. You got people that talk when they lead. You got people that just want to put their head down and say, just follow me. You got two different types of leaders, okay? Not everybody can be Chris Paul or Kobe Bryant. There's some people that are just quiet, like Tim Duncan, right? You never heard about Tim Duncan being a rah-rah guy, but you always knew he had leadership. Why? Because he came to work every single day and just worked and worked and worked. And when I see Melo, that's all I see. I see a guy who came to a team who was literally uh, begged to come to New York, literally, and then I see uh, a guy who wins 54 games, and then he's looking at management, and management's telling him one thing, and then management goes out and does something completely different, blows up the team, and leaves Melo to carry the Knicks for the next two to three years by himself until, obviously, Porzingis gets there. But what's Melo surrounded with? Let's, let's understand something. You, you mentioned the banana boat, right? Yeah. Okay. Who's on the banana boat? LeBron, Melo, Chris Paul, and D-Wade. Okay. 
there's only one person on that boat who hasn't had a full, competent team for a long period of time. There's only one person, and his name is Carmelo Anthony. LeBron has had a LeBron has had a multi, multitude of great teams. D Wade has had a multitude of great teams. Chris Paul has had a multitude of great teams. Melo has had two great teams. 54-win season team and the team that, that went to the conference finals with Denver. That's it. At least he got there, unlike Chris Paul. Right. Good, fair, fair point. So In the Western Conference. Melo slander, I don't, I don't get. Again, the Knicks are in disarray. Everyone's getting better. Um, the West Coast is varsity. The East Coast is JV. And James Dolan has a, a, a group. Uh, uh, um, he's a singer and a, a, and a rock star, and I want to go see him perform. Did you see a tweet earlier today by um, by Sports Center giving you the, the the different options of uh, scenarios to get Mellow out of New York? Did you see that? No, I did not. All right, so since you're not by your phone or computer, I'm gonna tell you real quick. One option. Is, they were the, the sports centers looking at options of getting rid of Melo. Oh, this is just so depressing. I know, right? Um, trading him straight up for Kevin Love. I think we all we all heard that for for quite some time. Straight up deal for Kevin Love. Um, scenario two would be the Melo buyout for fifty four million, which was which Phil Jackson was trying to do before he got canned. I think that's why he got fired because Jim Dolan was like, "All right, you try to trade Porzingis, but now you want to cut Melo, and I, I I gotta give him 54 mil to make that happen." No, option three is uh, some guy's face I can't recognize him, but a 2018 Minnesota first round pick, lottery protected, with a uh, three teamer with Kevin Love going to Atlanta, Melo going to the Cavaliers, and this guy who I can't recognize who looks like Bellinetti. Uh, Bellinelli, 2018 Minnesota first round pick, lottery, lottery protected, or mellow to the Houston Rockets for Trevor Ariza, Eric Gordon, Ryan Kelly, Sean Long, Tim Quarterman, and Isaiah Taylor. Jeez. <laughs> now, if, if, if somehow the Rockets do that, it, it, it's just mellow Chris Paul and James Harden. I don't think they got five. I bet uh, Capella and Ryan Anderson. That's it. They got no bench whatsoever. The Rockets. I think. I think Melo should. I think Melo should. I think one. Speaking as a fan, because I am nowhere near an expert, I think Melo should stay in New York, only because if you go to the Western Conference, you're not winning a chip. You can count that out right now. Unless unless you go to Golden State, you're not winning a chip. In the next no, three, four years. You're 100% right. You're 100% right. right. You should stay in the East. You I mean, stay in the point, East. Uh, you try stay to, in the East. But yeah. they, they need to create an offense. The Knicks, they need to create an offense. That's gonna, that's, and, and this is what's funny, too. Every time I hear them talking about Phil Jackson, the triangle. And I'm like, I'm like, wait. This is what happens from time to time. When you have a coach and you have players. This is what happens. I've seen it at every level. Elementary, high school college pros you have players which technically think about the players as ingredients to make a meal and think about the chef 
the chef is the head coach. The chef is putting together, he has ingredients, he's putting together this meal. Now, if the ingredients, if you're trying to put together, let's say, a, sp- a spaghetti meal, and the ingredients are, it's literally for a steak meal, are you going to try and cook spaghetti? No. Well, the fuck are you going to try and cook steak? Because that's what the ingredients are on the fucking table. But what happens is, mm. coaches come in, and they're like, no, we're going to, we're going to cook this spaghetti. Fuck the mint. Fuck the fucking re- recipe. Fuck the ingredients. It's like, why? Why are you trying to turn? And this is what the problem was with Phil Jackson. It's like, yo, it's a shooter's league. It's spread offense. It's pick and roll. It's literally get up the court. It's shoot the ball. It's run back. Get these guys to do that. I mean, also, too, they, they were saying also, too, that uh, Porzingis started playing better when he wasn't playing with his back against the basket. You were trying to stunt a freaking unicorn based on your offense, bro. Literally. The guy was so fed up, he literally said, I'm not saying goodbye to you. You'll be fired by the time I come back. And that coin was flipped, and it came up heads, and he chose correctly. Yeah. If you can describe Phil Jackson's tenure in New York, I I can do it for you in about four, five, six bullet points. Um, Aside from drafting Porzingis, which I think gets gets blown out of proportion because, one, Phil never wanted to draft KP. He never wanted to keep the fourth pick anyway. He wanted to trade the fourth pick. That's what everybody keeps saying. To Phoenix for Eric Bledsoe and somebody else so he, he did not want yeah. to pick anyway but yeah he drafted him okay granted I, I'll give you that um, he wanted Steve Kerr didn't get him so I don't know how much credit you want to give him like or probably none because Steve Kerr said nah I'm out of here or you, you're not giving me that fifth year fourth year I'm going to Golden State um, he hires De- Derek Fisher he hires um he wanted Kurt Rambis to stay on board. Um, then he hires Jeff Hornacek. But still, every coach he hired, he wanted them to run the, run the triangle, which no New York fans were, were having that. If you're going to run the triangle, Phil Jackson, you coach. I'd rather you coach than be up there and falling asleep in the stands than tell me to run your offense when I'm the coach. Can't be doing that. You 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 really believe that he was falling asleep while uh naked 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 whatever the freaking point They say Jason Williams said that like he heard from a source and they're connecting it to Nelakita. Yeah, but I don't think Jay Will is gonna go live on ESPN and make something up. I mean like I don't know. I mean, there's no proof. There's no pictures. There's no video. There's no nothing of him falling asleep. But we can all make the assumption that Phil can have the tendency to do that. Because we we, we never saw um, Phil scout. We never heard Phil's all the way in overseas looking at this player. He's, a, he's at, at the draft combine. He's here. He's there. Phil wasn't doing all that. Phil wasn't. Phil's still looking at, still trying to, you know, uh, keep Vujicic on the roster. I'm like, we don't need Vujicic. So at, at this point in time, Vujicic should be off my roster today. <laughs> he should not be a New York Knicks today. He's, still on? He's, still on? He's probably still on the roster. Like, why? <sighs> anyway, um, 
he, he said Mahmoud Abdul-Rauf was the first Steph Curry. Um, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I mean, I didn't, I didn't think it was that much, that big of a deal when he said, I mean, big of a deal in terms of, oh, uh, I got what he was saying. I got it. No, I, I got it. I, yeah, but listen, I'm a big Raul fan. Chris Jackson, oh, I was Raul. huge Mahmoud Abdul Raul. Whatever you want to call him. I was a huge Chris Jackson fan. That huge. dude was one of the greatest shooters I've ever seen in the NBA. So quick, can handle the rock. Like like a Seth Curry is probably Raul 2.0, but just a whole lot better where Seth Curry can pull from 50 feet and Mahmoud can pull from 30. He's just, he's just a more advanced Raul. I get it. Yeah, but just yeah. Like, he's... he's, he's like that, like what you know. What I usually tell people is, I tell people that uh, LeBron is LeBron is Scotty Pippen on steroids. So, like Mahmoud Abdul-Rauf is Steph Curry on steroids. Like literally, you feed him with drugs, feed him with steroids, and he, everything that he does gets magnified times ten. So, like Mahmoud's handle magnified by ten is Steph Curry's. Like his jump shot magnified by ten is Steph Curry. Like his passing, you know, same thing with uh, Scottie Pippen and LeBron. Like literally, his his handle, his vision, his rebounding, his defense, all of that Scottie does, all that Scottie does is is literally steroided up and souped up with, with LeBron. So um, yeah, hey man, so. I remember when Raouf gave the Knicks fifty plus in the Garden. I remember that. Go YouTube that Raouf Devin Nuggets. 95 Knicks, he was giving the Knicks the drugs. Wait, was John Starks on him? <laughs> Probably. John Starks. Ewing, Ewing was Greg still Anthony, there. Greg Anthony, John Starks, and uh, uh, <laughs> maybe uh, he said 9 5 9 Hubert Davis. So maybe Derek Harper's in there, maybe, maybe not. But. Derek oh Hopper, my God. Davis on the roster, probably. Garden, people can show up and he's getting lit up. Um, oh, man. We know, we know Phil and Melo did not get along. He, Phil tried to trade Porzingis. He he said that, that, that no team can win a championship based on three-point shots. But the goal to say Warriors well, have yeah, won I mean, two a, chips again, in the last three years again, doing Again, everybody – again, he, what he said made sense based on his history of what he's seen. But he's never seen a team like this. No. You know what I'm saying? So I understand where his, uh, you know, his his thought process is coming from. It's like, yo, I even thought the same way. I'm like, yo, you can't just keep shooting threes and think you got to play some kind of D. But when Golden State was like, yo, we'll play D too, I was like, okay, they can win a chip easily. They're, they're not like D'Antoni's teams where it's like we're not even going to defend they literally defend and they score, which is crazy. Like literally, it reminds me of uh, reminds me of the Phoenix teams. Phoenix team back in the day with uh, KJ Dumas, KJ Dan Marley, Dumas, uh, Charles Barkley. Like I was, I was in love with that team because I knew everyone at every position could score. That's pretty much what this is with Golden State. Like you're not having a night off. It's a wrap. Like I, I would be shocked if they're like. Maybe they'll be. They'll go seventy. Was it some eighty-two and then seventy-two and ten? They want seventy-three. They can do seventy-four wins. Yeah. So you today, as a proud Nick fan, are you happy? Watch to, your mouth. No, I'm, watch I'm your asking, mouth. I'm asking. Are you happy? Not a Nick fan, watch your mouth. You, see, you like to talk filthy. 
what what fan are you, man? What fan I told you? you. I keep telling you this. I can't pick a team. I, I refuse it. Every time you try to pick a team as a fan, either the either the players shit on you or the owners shit on you. Because every, every, every time we talk, you have no, no team anymore. Every time we so talk I, basketball, it's all about what's up with the Knicks? What's up with the Knicks? What's up with the Knicks? So I'm thinking... Ah, yeah, you're, you're you're a Knicks well, fan. I bring it up because the one I know you're a Knicks fan. You don't Number ask two, me what, what the Lakers I, are doing. I live in New York, clearly. Uh, I've seen nothing but New York basketball. You so don't ask me like what talk. Brooklyn And that's all I read about, too, in the Daily News, New York Post. I read nothing but New York ball. So I'm fully fluent in New York ball. But to say that I'm a fanatic, I love them, and oh, they no, can no, do no wrong. Eh. I said fan. I said I, I gave you proud fan. You're not a fanatic. You, you don't okay. own season tickets. You're not picketing outside the garden trying to get someone fired you're not you're not putting face paint orange and blue on your face you're not doing all that you're not one of them yeah you're not buying carmelo jerseys in in all different colors um i'm just asking okay you as as a basketball fan living in new york does it does does that sound better are you happy that phil jackson phil jackson is gone and do you think he was the main problem that needed to go, or do you think that as long as like Jim Doling is is is, is owning the, the the team, the Knicks would never get to that that promised land spot? Well, I agree with everything Max Kellerman and Stephen A. Smith said when it transpired when they let they let Phil Jackson go. You mm-hmm. fired him, motherfucker! You fired him. Um, uh, they parted ways. <laughs> they they parted ways. Quote, I, said, Motherfucker, I wish my jobs when they fired me said they parted ways with me. It made me feel much better. So they we're gonna have to let you go. What for you firing me? Anyway, Phil Jackson. Um, listen, he had to go. I was ecstatic. I was screaming. I was uh, head over heels. Mm-hmm. As 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 well as the majority of New York, Spike Lee, literally was on the front cover of the sports section in the Daily News, kneeling and basically rejoicing because Phil Jackson was gone. Like it wasn't a, it wasn't a. Then it was a meme. There was a meme that went out of uh, like all different types of New York, New York, New York uh, dignitaries basically carrying pitchforks, saying, you know, we need to get rid of Phil Jackson. It was, it was, it was just, um, it was just, it was just needed and. Yes, the fish rots from the head down. The body rots from the head down. So if the head is not, you know, alive, then the body is like, there's no body. James Dolan is is the owner. And he has, since he's bought, since he's taken control, excuse me, of the Knicks, there is no... um, there's no benefit of the Knicks winning a championship. There's no benefit. There's no there's no benefit for James Dolan's pockets because every year that New York Knicks team is ranked, if not the highest, if not number one in NBA value every single year for a losing team. That's strictly on the market. He has no he has no benefit or no nothing twisting his arm to say, hey, maybe we should do some things so we could actually start winning some chips. For what? Uh, you know, I got I got I got Radio City Music Hall, I got MSG, 
I got the Knicks. I got I, I got everything. There's nothing. There's nothing for me to even complain about. Let them. I hired Phil Jackson to take. They were about to picket me. So I hired Phil Jackson as Shield. So I paid Phil Jackson literally millions and millions of dollars to be my front. That's pretty much what he did. He didn't care about the. He didn't care about the freaking basketball. It's, it's somebody literally buying a, a brand new car and not not caring about the upkeep. It's, it's pretty much the same thing. This dude bought a freaking Maserati. He bought a freaking Maybach, like a, a foreign to top all foreigns. And Skr doesn't drive it. He doesn't put gas in it. Doesn't change the oil. Doesn't change the windshield wipers. Nothing. Nothing. So, I mean, this team will never be where it needs to be unless they get rid of James Owen. So, real quick, with Paul George going to OKC, Jimmy Butler going to Minnesota, uh, Paul Millsap going to Denver, does the, does the window open for the New York Knicks to now make the playoffs? What do you think? Cleveland, Boston. Right. Toronto, Washington. That's four. Toronto, what? Cleveland, Boston. Toronto, Washington. That's four. Milwaukee? Five. Now, now does, does Chicago get back in? Uh, now, the, the, now the, the, there's no Butler. There's no Rondo. And I don't think there's going to be a D-Wade. Right. Charlotte? They, they, they just got Dwight Howard. Charlotte, yeah, Charlotte will be in. Um, like six. Now, does Indiana get back in, losing Paul George? I think they lost Monte Ellis too. I don't know. Right. Does Philly make the splash and get into the playoff picture? Wow. Yeah, this will be probably the best year the Knicks have to make the playoffs because and, of the. And this is why Melo should stay. Mello should stay. Seeing all these dominoes go to the Western Conference, go ahead, be out. Now we need Mello needs to, you know, recruit more people coming to the Knicks. Don't go somewhere else and go with the Hardens and the Chris Pauls. Come here, come with me and Porzingis, and build something special here. Because in a few years, I'm not saying Melo's you know gonna get old quick, but in a few years, the Cavaliers ain't gonna be the top dogs in the East. I know next in line are the Boston Celtics, but the Knicks can be in that mix when LeBron finally retires. KP's only 21 years old; they gotta build around him. So I think right now, in Melo's. To me, as a fan, Melo's best interest is to stay in New York and try to build something here, as opposed to going to the more dominant Western Conference. He can he can go to the Rockets and be an eighth seed. You 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 just don't know. That's how crazy it is. But you stay in the East. There's no Paul George. There's no there's no Butler. There's no Millsap. Pace is not getting in. Chicago not getting in. Uh, who else? Somebody else ain't getting in, and now it, it just opens the door. This is this is well. You know what? At this point, I'm uh, you know you being the Knicks fan, I'm I'm putting my juju out. You sound depressed, I'm, man. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am. I'm totally uh, I, I want um, you guys to sign um, the Greek freak. 
See, now we get it. Listen, I don't know when his contract is up. Um, but the just, clock is ticking. Just imagine, just imagine Greek Freak and Porzingis on the same roster. Not an all-star game roster, a regular season roster. The clock is ticking. He's oh, not yeah. going to stay in Milwaukee. He's not no. going to stay in Milwaukee. I'll, I'll get him. I'll get him. The clock is ticking. So if the yeah, the Knicks, I think it's like I think it's if not I think it's two years if I'm not mistaken. If not two three years, if the Knicks want to make want to be somebody, they better go after that that young man. They better go after whoever wants to turn their team around. Better go after that young man because he's not going to get any worse. He's going to get better. Last year was just insane. I mean, you're talking about a set. He's he's, he's He's literally KP with more skill. Like, he doesn't have KP's three-point shot. But he can post. He can defend all five positions. He can rebound. He can shoot a three. He can shoot a mid-range. All he has to do is consistently hit that three-point shot? That's a limit. So I'm ready. But other than that... NBA looks like it's pretty much a done deal. Um, we're gonna we're talking about Cleveland and Golden State again, mm-hmm. and Golden State winning again. Well, that'll be the end. That'll be the NBA for the next three four years. Yeah, no joke, it. no joke. Whether it's Cleveland, it's Boston, it's Toronto, it's Washington. No matter what, unless something drastically happens. You know, we, we we don't want nobody getting hurt, but that's what that's what you might need to to get a dub, to get to get in the finals and, and, and take it all. Something like that needs to happen for that team to to get in. But everybody's healthy and they revamp and they regroup and they re, and they regrouping still. And these guys are all what mid twenties, mid to late twenties. These guys ain't, ain't retiring no time soon. Kevin Durant is the second best player in the NBA. Finals MVP. He's like 27, 8 years old. Come on, man. He's Seven win feet. Two more chips. Two more MVPs. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. Curry just signed 200 something million dollar deal. Clay with 80. Draymond, defensive player of the year. Man, yeah, I mean, I think at the same time, I know a lot of fans are like, oh, I'm tired. I'm tired of seeing the Warriors and Cap. But at the same time, you, you got to sit back and, and, and respect what's going on because you might not see this again. Or at least for a long while, we saw it with the Lakers in the eighties and seventies, whatever. Boston in the eighties, Chicago and Chicago in, in the there's the always 90s. listen. There's always been a team that's been dominant. The Boston. Did you see the Boston thirty for thirty? The yes. Boston Lakers thirty for thirty. Yes, I did. Say again. Yes, I did. Yeah. So clearly, you, you know, people that know ball, listen. The Celtics was killing everybody. <laughs> then the Lakers were killing everybody. Then Detroit started killing everybody. Then the Bulls started killing everybody. Destroyed. You know what I'm saying? So you're gonna have you're gonna have teams that are just dominant. It just takes. I don't know whether it's somebody getting angry, someone saying, you know, just saying, I we don't like you, we don't care for you, we want you to lose. That's where it's. I don't know if these teams have that. Like, back in the day, the Lakers despised the Boston Celtics. That's why they wanted to beat them so bad, and vice versa. The Bulls despised Detroit. That's why they wanted to beat them so bad. 
everyone despised the Bulls. That's why they tried to beat them so bad they just couldn't. And that's what I think is going to happen with Golden State. People are going to despise them, but it's not going to matter. There's just too many weapons, bro. There's just too many. It's just too many things you can't do nothing about. You have a seven-footer that's coming down shooting threes, and you have two other guards that can shoot threes from forty, and then you have a freaking defensive player that can defend all five positions. So, so if Kevin Durant needs to needs to blow, put the dream on there. If Curry needs to blow, put dream on there. If Clay needs to blow, put dream on there. Like yo. They, it's a video game, and I'm happy to see it. That's all. Yep, a lot of moves, man. I know that there'll probably be more movement as time goes along, but a lot of all-stars are on the move, a lot of free agents on the move. But I think that's the beauty of the uh, the NBA, the draft, free agency. Um, but real quick, last question. Is there one move that kind of surprised you, where whether it's a free agent signed somewhere or a trade or um, – just, well, yeah, I mean, Paul George to OKC. Yeah. Paul George to OKC was just, I was like, what? Huh? No, it, it, it's not that. It's for, it's like, for for what? For who? <laughs> is that, is that, is that so Paul George going to like, OKC? Like, if you had told me Taj Gibson and, if you said Taj Gibson and Sabonis, I'd have been like, all right. If you had said uh, Taj Gibson and Oladipo, I'd have been like, all right. But you said, if I'm not mistaken, you said uh, um, Sabonis. And, and Oladipo, that was it. And, and those, like, no, no, no. You did, no. If I'm Indiana, you're giving me the Taj. You're giving me Taj, and you're giving me either Oladipo or Sabonis. You're not letting me leave Taj there. No, for what? Taj is, Taj is the, the bigger piece. To me, to me, the most valuable piece on that roster, besides... Westbrook is Taj Gibson. And he left too. He left. Taj Gibson went where? He went to Minnesota. Oh, God bless him. Okay. God bless him. Well, then that that, that moves the OKC down the ladder because I I still thought they had him. So drop that down a little bit. They're probably, they may sneak into the playoffs. They may not even make it at this point. Uh, They they did get that. the guy from Toronto, they got the guy Patrick Patterson. I, I know there was somebody. All the three point yeah, shooter, the power exactly. Yeah, yeah. I know there was somebody that they got, but um, I don't know. I, I think the NBA. If the NBA was crazy last year, uh, it's going to be more crazy this year. A lot of storylines, and we're and we're only in we're only in early July, bro. This is five year, uh, five five days since the um, free free agency started. So. We'll see yeah, what happens. I mean, it's, but, it's uh, a lot of storylines. I can't wait to see Ben Simmons play. I can't wait to see word. Lonzo play. I can't wait to see Chris Paul go back to the Clippers. I can't wait to see, uh, you know, how the Knicks perform. I can't wait to see uh, what San Antonio does as a comeback. Um, I, I want to see if New Orleans, if they can get their act together with the two yeah. bigs, which I don't think that's going to work, but I want to see how they perform. So it's a lot of, yeah, it's a lot of storylines. And I'm, I'm, you know, again, I'm an NBA fanatic. Fanatic for the NBA. So I'll overlook yep. everything about, I'll, you know, overall NBA I love. I just can't. And I, and I guarantee Houston at the Clippers on Christmas. I guarantee it. Oh, no, that's definite. That's definite. That's definite. That's definite. That's definitely <laughs> triple. Yeah, they, they, they they'll do. Uh, what is it? So it's, yeah, it's, it's a three three games. So they'll probably do. Uh, they'll definitely do Cleveland. Okay, uh, Cleveland Golden State, and then they'll do Houston Clips. 
third game, who knows? Maybe New York will be in the third game. But New York will be the first. New York is the first game. Twelve o'clock. Come on, man. We know this. Twelve o'clock, right? Twelve to against, twelve yeah. against yeah, Philly. Yeah, right. Twelve against Philly. Or twelve Boston. three, and then five or seven. Yeah, you're right. New York against Philly or Boston in game one. Watch this. Yeah, that months. makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. That, um, makes, that makes perfect sense. Fucking bastard. Take that L <laughs> on freaking Christmas Christmas Day. Take that yeah. large L. God damn it. $25 popcorn, $18 soda, $15 souvenir cup. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to Madison Square Garden. On that note. That's why James Dolan's rich and we're exactly. not. Exactly. On that note, my man, Denicio. I, I, I always get mixed up with the names. This is Denicio on Twitter. Uh, he got a podcast out there. I don't know. He, he might have changed the link on me or changed the name. He said, coming back, coming soon. So whatever that is, follow him on Twitter. This is Denicio. My man, always appreciated. And I'm um, looking forward to hearing from you soon. Appreciate it. Thanks, brother. All right, man. Take it easy.